All right, guys, welcome back for another episode, another episode of the a Better Me Equals a Better We podcast. It is your host, Trey. So excited to be back with you guys for another Tuesday, another episode. This week's episode, I'm so excited to talk about this one. This one, I dropped a few jalapeno peppers in there, so I feel like this episode is going to be super spicy, so I can't wait to hear from you guys. The title of this episode is, Who is the Alpha in the House? Who's the Alpha in the House? I need to know who wears the pajama pants and who got on the nightgown. Who, who, who's the alpha, right? Um, and, and it's bigger than just that, right? It's, it's bigger than just the, the, the feminine or, or the masculinity, the testosterone, the estrogen. Like, it's a lot deeper than that. And I can't wait to hear what our panelists have to say about it, as well as you guys in the comments. So I need you guys heavy in the comments this episode because I want to hear everybody's point of view. So without further ado, um, I'll introduce your panelists for tonight. Davon, let's start with you. Um, why don't you tell the people uh, a little bit about yourself? Good night, everybody. My name is Devon. I'm actually one of the um, co-producers of A Better Me Equals A Better We uh, podcast. Um, we're going to have a great conversation tonight. I'm glad you guys are actually tuning in. Um, let's go. I'm excited about this conversation because I feel like this is something that needs to be talked about. We need to hear you guys' uh, opinions as well. So just... Go on that roller coaster with us. Right, right. Come with us on a roller coaster. And if you're on, share this video because I know that you got a friend who thinks that she's the head of the household, who thinks that she's the alpha. And I know that you got a male friend who maybe thinks that he's the alpha. He's they they fighting for control right now. Battle of power, right? So share this video if you're watching. Somebody else needs to see this. I'm telling you, they do. Uh, so Hannah, why don't you introduce yourself for our viewers and tell them a little bit about yourself? Hi guys, I'm Hannah. Um, I have a weekly show that I do on. Instagram called Winespiration Wednesday, every Wednesday. Right now, Winespiration is on hiatus until the fall, but I'm going to do a special episode tomorrow night just for you, Trey. Um, so, yeah, that's about it. Yeah, let's go. And you guys definitely have to make sure that you tune in for this Winespiration Wednesday because I'm telling you, these topics are super juicy. The replies are super hilarious. Um, and you guys really, 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 really um, don't want to miss it, right? And if she said it's a special one just for me, you guys definitely got to tune in because I know it's going to be a good one. Uh, so when, when we go through these topics, right, and I have Natalie in our comments, and she said, right off the bat, please define alpha for clarity, please, right? Mm. Let's let's just get let's just get that right out the way, right? And and I like that because that was actually gonna be like one of my first questions. So, and I always like to start at the very beginning of a topic, right? Like where does this begin? Um, and things of that sort. So we'll keep that same thing, that same ball rolling. So um Davon, why don't you give us your definition of alpha? Um, I believe alpha is someone that's uh, strong mentally and physical. Physically, um, they make wise decisions. Um, they're a, they a protector. They're hardworking, and they also have like a dominant personality. Yeah, I think yeah. those is just to say the least of some <laughs> of the attributes a uh, alpha person would possess. Right, right. So, so 
like when we look at alpha, right, it, it, it really sounds like a leadership role, right? Like I'm I'm leading the boat, right? And and I think some of the times when we look at alpha, sometimes people just look at it as control and not the work that comes in as far as being the person that has that sense of direction. So um, Hannah and Hannah was telling us off air, like Hannah actually has, you said four brothers. Yes. So so four brothers and of course a dad as well. And, and I'm pretty sure a lot other men in your family. So you've been able to be around a lot of different men and and especially growing up with four brothers. Where where does someone in your opinion or, or uh, from what you've seen, like where does one learn to be an alpha, like male or female? Um, you know, sometimes I think it's internal. It comes from within. I think some people, they may not even be raised to be an alpha, but it just, they just come out that way. Just for whatever reason, um, they make the best of whatever their circumstances are and they just become tough and dominant and strong. Like Devon said, I think the common definition when we think of like alpha we think of someone that dominates you know the alpha is like the person that stands out in a group of people um but i think if we're being stereotypical sometimes now if we're talking about like a male learning how to be an alpha or how to be dominant or how to take the lead per se he might learn that from his father yeah um, and I think too, also, some women might learn how to be alpha from other women who are climbing the corporate ladder. They want to be successful. They don't necessarily want to be reliant on a man. Right. So sometimes they learn that from their mom or a motherly figure. Yeah, yeah, and 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 we see that a lot in society now with the the, the independent woman movement. Um, and, and, and really um, honing in and really taking pride in, in uh, you know, women, uh, taking pride in being feminine and being women, um, but also being leaders and, and trying to own a room and, and um, being able to not be dependent on anyone else. So, <clears throat> Davon, when, when we look at, you know, being an alpha um, and, and Hannah, she uh, touched on like you could learn it from your dad or or maybe your mom depending on or you might not and you just kind of picked it up on your own um do you think that having a male figure uh like of any sort groom someone to be an alpha um i think thinking back to the traditional way um traditionally males are projected to be um that alpha figure in the home or in the relationship um because of the attributes that they do possess um but that would assume that you would have to have like a male leader or a male figure in your life for that you to one day to become an alpha. Um, to be honest, I don't think I don't think that's true. Like just piggybacking on what Hannah said, like um, women could be alphas um, because oftentimes like there's a lack of a male figure within the home and they still become the head of the household. Mm. Um, you could you could become an alpha even if you're not taught at a young age. You become an alpha based off just circumstance. Um, whatever cards you were dealt, you had to maybe take on this leadership role, had to have a harder exterior just so that you can get ahead in life. Um, so I don't believe that is true. Yeah. That you need yeah. a, a male um, figure to be to become an alpha. I agree with that. And, and especially um, 
what we see a lot, I want to say not so much often because I think that we're seeing a lot more men like like you, like myself, who are stepping up and you're involved with your children and things of that sort. But for a long time, the stereotype was that male figures weren't around. Um, and, and even for myself, for an example, I, I love my dad and, and I can say this publicly because we've talked about it privately, but my dad did a lot for me, but early on time was, is what we missed the most of. And I, I consider myself an alpha, right? Um, and, and it wasn't until my later years where, where he kind of, you know, figured that out. Like, you know what, the time piece is a little bit more important than you know financial or or any of those other things um but you just learn like you you go through life experiences and you learn these things right so now that that you guys kind of both said like all right um you know men can be alphas by default that's the stereotype right and then um davon like you just said like you know a woman could possibly be the alpha right that brings me into a conversation that we've had on this podcast before um, and I'd really love you guys to check that episode out if you haven't seen it. And that episode was entitled Gender Roles. Gender Roles. I think whenever you talk about the, the alpha complex, right? When we talk about alpha male, alpha female, you got to talk about gender roles. And um, Natalie has something else um, in the comments that I want to put up for you guys. Like Natalie said, I was raised to be a wife, a submissive wife. No shade or disrespect, but I became an alpha by default, like by default. And 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 I like that she said that because now that that paints a different picture. That's a little bit away from the stereotype. Like I was raised to be submissive, but because of the cards that I was dealt, this is just I had to be. And I always think of that um, saying where where they'd be like, "I ain't choose the thug life; the thug life chose me." Right? <laughs> there are some women out there that's like, "I didn't choose the alpha life; the alpha life chose me." Right? Um, but when we look at gender roles, right, um, and and we kind of went over if a woman can be the alpha. I want to ask the question: Is it? And I'm trying to think of how to phrase this, but is it is it okay if a woman is the alpha, Hannah? if she's in a household with a man. So if you're in a relationship, you're in this house, is it okay if she's the alpha? Wow, Trey, we didn't even warm up. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. You know, the first 10 minutes, let's go. Right. Um, let's... You know what? I feel like this, and this is like my personal opinion. I can't speak for all women. Um, I think it depends on the relationship. Because one thing I've noticed, some men actually like women that dominate. Is and the alpha Hannah. Some men like that, and some men don't. You know what I mean? So I think it depends on your individual relationship. Like, from what I understand, a lot of men don't really want that. So that might cause a clash in their relationship. Um, so, yeah, I just think it depends on your relationship. I don't think... You know, some guys, they want to be told what to do. They, they want you to just dominate, you know? Right. And um, I think because of modern society and the way everything is set up now, what's happening is in some ways it's getting to the point that some guys may not be used to or know how to be the alpha because it's a lot of women are kind of like being like dominant. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and today's society is so and, and we'll get into that 
later on in the conversation, uh, today's society just in general, but today's society, you see that mix or you see that group of men, like Hannah said, that that may not even want to be the alpha. They're all right with, you know, being told what to do. So I really do agree um, in the sense that it is situational. Like you may have a situation where this may work for you guys. And then you may have a situation where it just doesn't work for you guys. So piggybacking off of that, um, Davon, when you when you think about it working for somebody, right? What do you think that situation is like um, when you have two alphas in the house, right? Like, so now um, we're not even going to use the scenario that that the man is submissive. What if the man is not submissive? What is? What would you say, or what do you think? Like that fight? Is there a fight for dominance? Does one bow down? Like you know, in the animal kingdom, we we see them fight for dominance. I'm not promoting domestic violence on this podcast, so we're not going to say that that it's a literal fight for dominance. But do you think that it's like a maybe a, a mental fight for dominance on a daily basis when you have two alpha um, characteristics? Uh, male and female um again like you guys said i think it it goes like case by case basis um you know how they say the terms well whatever floats your boat um mm. if they have that level of understanding they both know that they're independent people they have both have strong personalities and they both want to be the decision make the decision makers um within that relationship i think it could work you said what would that fight be like there's probably no fight i mean everybody argues um but there's probably no fight for just that one just that one um role of dominance it's probably no fight um realistically we think like all right so two dominant people it's going to be a clash but what if there's no clash if they have that level of understanding there might not even be a clash they both know what i well they know you know what i bring to the table i know what you bring to the table i know that you're gonna be independent i know you're gonna be a go-getter i'm gonna be independent i'm gonna be a go-getter i may want the last word you may want the last word but how do we go about that so that both of us can have the last word so long as they're like um a level of understanding between them i think it could work right right so so it's not so would you say it's important because it, and these are terms that um you know alpha male alpha females that are not just used to describe relationships but even when you look at um like any any type of animal there is whether it's a lion gorillas hyenas wolves right there's always a leader, right? Um, and even with lions, like um, the male lions will raise um, their cubs up into a certain age, but once they get into that adolescent stage, it's a fight for power where they'll uh, pretty much kick um, the, the young lion out because now when that lion gets to a certain age, he's gonna challenge him for dominance um, over the, the entire fight or over the entire family. Um, so, but then there's also a role that that's, that's not, spoken about enough i believe uh which is the beta role uh which is you're not a part of the 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 common people right you're in a leadership role but there's one leader right do you believe that it's important that someone has to assume that role um and say like okay there's one leader yes your input is 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 important as well yes you have a sense of dominance but you're not the alpha um I believe that again, like with men, I, I feel like we had to take on a role, like traditional speaking again, of being that alpha and then a woman always being a more submissive one. Um, but once again, we're in a different climate. Um, I think that it, it could work. Like most men is okay with going that 50-50 or the 60-40, just 
pretty much whatever works for them. Oh, yeah, 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 definitely. Um, what do you think about, um, and, and I'll, ask, I'll ask Hannah this because you're a woman, uh, so maybe oh, you can Lord. maybe you could speak you can speak for the women for a second or just maybe women that may think like you. And if if um, all of the women, I'm not gonna say if, all the women that are watching now, please comment because I really genuinely wanna know you guys' opinion on this, um, although they may differ. But how do you feel about the idea of 50-50, 60-40? Um, because nowadays, you know, I hear some things about it and it's like, you'll see a post or a meme and it's like, oh, we could go 50-50, we could go 60-40. And then I see things that's like, well, if my man not taking care of everything, blah, 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 I don't want it, right? So what do you think about that idea of 50-50 or, or whatever the percentage is, as long as it's not, if, if the man is not doing 100, like, what do you think about that? Okay, I just, I just wanna clarify, are we talking about 50-50, when it comes to like the dating phase, or are we talking about like splitting bills? 50-50? Uh, let, let's go, let's go, let's go splitting bills. Let's go split. No, as a matter of fact, let's, let's be progressive, right? Let's go, let's go dating and then, and then um, splitting well, well, bills. Right. Okay. This is my personal thing when it comes <laughs> to dating. <laughs> That's what look, put the disclaimer up. Let me put a disclaimer up on the screen. I'm this is time. Just me. I am, I'm not about to take all the women out with me. Um, <laughs> personally, um, mind you, I have uh, liberal beliefs and I have conservative beliefs, depending on the situation. So I'm, I'm a hybrid of both. Um, but when it comes to dating, I like tradition like i like to, the traditional role like i like to be taken out i like you know like if a guy opens the door like i like that old some of that old school stuff um obviously not everything old school because some old school things are kind of not that healthy um so i would say during the dating phase especially i would say to be fair whoever asks who out that's who needs to pay so like if you as a guy, if you approach me and you ask me on a date, I expect you to pay because you asked me it was your idea. Because yeah. at that point, I could have been doing something else with my time. No shade to right, not, right. Not, not, <laughs> well, not okay then. Spend my time with you. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying, like, you know, as a woman, we take we put time and energy and effort to look presentable for a date. We have to get our hair done. We have to pick out an outfit. You know what I mean? It's things like that. So I think that should also be taken into consideration when it comes to the cost of a date. It's not just paying for the meal. It's all the preparation that women have to put into the date. So um, if a guy asks me out and it's his idea, then I'm thinking he's going to pay. So, so basically, so basically you saying that when guys ask women out on dates, we just throw on the t-shirt and some jeans and we just like, like we're going to take the SATs, right? <laughs> no, we pretty okay. much. Okay. Look, I'm just messing with you. Y'all, 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 like. Okay. Y'all got a fresh, fresh fit. Okay. I'll give y'all that. Okay. But we got to get a new fit too. But keep in mind, going to the barbershop is like, what, $20? You know what I mean? Us getting our hair done is at least a hundred, you know, not including nails, you know, and then makeup is like foundation is like 40 50 dollars you know right. so all the others i'm not even going into all that detail right, right right for a woman to look cute it costs hundreds of dollars literally 
I, I believe you. So, but but if a woman now, if the woman asks the man out on the flip side, you already you already put that cost into play. That's and I don't, I don't be asking dudes out. But that's just, <laughs> <laughs> but that's just glad me. you were honest. I, glad I, you were I, honest. Nah, I love I love that one. So so now when we talk about um when we talk about the fifty the the fifty fifty in in the house. So now we get past the dating stage. I did everything right. We we get to a point where we're serious. We want to move in together. We're we're working towards you know we're engaged, married, and we're living together. Um, what does that look like? Is it when is it okay? Like if I ask you to move in with me, do I still have do I pay all the bills? Like is it the same? you know, thing or do we, or is it situational? Um, I'm just like reading what my brother said. He said the man should pay because it shows the woman he can provide for her and it shows stability. So I, like I guess, so I think that's kind of where my mindset is coming from when it comes to guys paying. Um, but as far as when it comes to the bills, I would say you would have to factor in how much money each person is making. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So like, say if you have one person who makes a hundred, another person who makes 50 a year, splitting in the bills in the middle is not fair. You know what I mean? Right. Because one person has a lot more income than the other. Right. So I think you should definitely factor each other's income as far as like how you split the bills. I, th I think that, I think that, that, that makes a lot of sense. And I think when you look at it in the sense of, if we got to this point where we're, at this stage in our relationship, you knew what my finances were. I knew what your finances were. So if I'm the 100 a year and you're the 50 a year or vice versa, it's, it's kind of like you knew where we were headed. You knew what we were getting ourselves into. So how we split things, that's something yeah. that's personal. So so now I'll ask you this last follow-up question is, if I'm the guy that makes 50, you're the woman that makes 100, are you now the alpha? Can 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 I still be the alpha of the house? Like if I have this alpha personality, can I still be the alpha of the house if you pay majority of the bills? Oh, that is so interesting. You know what? Okay. I think there's multiple <laughs> variables involved in this, right? Because I think as a man, you can still be the alpha making less than a woman. But I think what happens a lot of times is if we're being honest with ourselves this is not all the time but i think what happens is when the man is making less significantly less than the than the woman it does something to both of them like i think it does something to the guy where he, it kind of i don't know it makes him feel a little uncomfortable or like i don't want to say insecure but not fully like he's providing as much as he he would like, you know what I mean? Right. And I think some women who could be breadwinners or making more, they might have a different vibe where it's like, oh, who are you talking to? Do you do what I, you know what I mean? Because I make a hundred, so you gonna sit down and shut up. You know what I mean? I think sometimes like that kind of like the attitude kind of seeps in unconsciously. Right. And, um, so I think, cause like, if you ever notice too, like women who are in a relationship with a guy that makes a lot more, they kind of just be quiet and just kind of like tolerate a little bit more because they know that their stuff is being paid for. You know right. what I mean? So like a lot of times whoever has more money kind of seems to have a little bit more influence when it comes to stuff. 
side. Right. And the other party just kind of rolls rolls yeah, with it. What, like, what, what, what do you say like to that, Dave? More dominant. And that's what it gets. There's like a clash. Well, I got to say, listen, I like my 50K. Yeah, I like what I do. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. Um, I don't. So if we ask him just because the man make less, does that make him less than alpha? Is that correct? Yeah. All right. So I don't think it make him less of an alpha because I feel like to be an alpha, that's like a collective or a collage or a variety of different components what makes you alpha. So if you're not the breadwinner of the house, that's okay, but you're still the protector. You're still the leader. You're still the main decision maker. You get what I'm saying? So it doesn't right, make right. him less of an alpha. Um, you know, financial situations is constantly evolving. So for the first three years, he could be making 50K and she's making 100. And then by the fourth year, he make 200K a year. So that financial situation, that's always a revolving door. So um, right. That doesn't determine if he's the alpha or not because there's so many other components and boxes that got to get ticked off to make him the alpha in the first place. Yeah, 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 definitely. Um, I there, There's a comment. There's a comment. Let me find this comment. And I want you guys in, I want you guys in the comment section to, to really comment on this comment. Women want a man to take control. They love that. Is that true? Like, is that true? I need to know if that's true, right? Um, I'm not going to, I already asked Hannah to speak for the, the mass of women, so I don't ask her to do it again. But I need to know what you ladies think, like, or, or even the men. Like, do you, have you encountered women that you feel like that love for you to take control? Like, is, is that what the mindset is? Because from what I've seen, I've seen in my own personal experience, not with women that I've dated, but um, online with social media, the new news, um, where, where it seems like there's a shift where women don't want that, where they're like, yo, listen, you don't tell me what to do. Um, you know, like Hannah said, like I, I do this on my own. I do that on my own. So can't nobody, you know, be dominant, you know, um, or, or be in control around me. Um, and we're equals, right? Um, so I definitely, I definitely want to, um, I definitely want to hear what you guys have to say about that. Um, Stephen wrote in our comments, the man will be emasculated with an alpha woman if he's not strong enough. There has to be a balance. If she would have to be fair, the problems start with her past. If she had bad experience, then she will be a bad at being an alpha with somebody that's strong. Um, what? That well, she'll be bad at being an alpha with somebody that's strong and nice. Um, so what do you think about that, Davon? Like, do you think that there are women that that may be in an alpha role because of their experience, but they meet someone who might be nice and still strong, but just not maybe not aggressive or whatever the case may be? And then the, it's a possibility that the situation may not work because maybe she's being an alpha in the wrong kind of way. Right. So in that case, um, there may be a disconnect there. Um, only if we go back to circumstance, if a woman had to become an alpha based on circumstance and now she meets a guy who's necessarily not taking an alpha role, but we got to ask her what's her wants. Because if she's okay with the guy not taking on that alpha role or not having dominant traits, 
then it may work. But if she wants somebody like, all right, I'm tired of this. I've been doing this for a long time. Because of my circumstances, I understand that I had to become the alpha. But now I want some guy, I want a guy to be the alpha for me so that I can relax. Um, if he doesn't possess those traits, um, he could learn. Right. If he won, if he loved the woman that he's with, he he can learn. This is not something that I feel like we're just born with. We either taught it, we've seen it, we admired it, or we had to become it. So you right. can actually learn. Um, and if he don't learn, I do believe that there will be some type of disconnect because if we're going of what we are attracted to and what we want out of somebody and that person lack it or not trying to be that um, or meet you at the table um, with that attribute, then there definitely will be a disconnect. But if she's OK with it, still being an alpha and he's OK with having a woman for an alpha, then it can work. But yeah, if yeah. their interests are on the two different ends of the spectrum, then it's not going to work. Right, right. And Cherie said in our comments, it's called being broken. Um, and I think a lot of people, not just women, right? So I don't want to, I don't want to take this comment specified to women, but a lot of even men have been in situations where they have been leading improperly, right? So they may walk in a room as dominant. They may walk in the relationship as dominant and appear to be dominant. But, um, you know, like Steph said in our comments, she said, um, being an alpha and, and, and they all said this earlier, being an alpha is more than just who makes the most. Um, it, it's a lot more that comes into that, like protecting, um, even emotionally, right? Because we take protecting just as, all right, if a guy steps to you at the club, you know, I got your back, right? You know, um, protecting, you know, emotionally, mentally, um, you know, and, and, and leading and all of those different things, right? So men are broken at times. So they come to situations with a woman that may um, have been raised to be submissive or taught to be submissive or wants to be submissive, right? All of the above. Um, and she's being led. Um, and I said this in our gender role episode that it seems like there are a lot of women that want to be led um, and she wants you to drive, but that don't mean she's going to let you crash the boat. Right. Like so now. So now she might be in a situation where it's like, ah, I got to grab the wheel now. You got to say, Jesus, take the wheel. Like, you know what? I got to grab the wheel now because you're not going to kill us both. Right. Um, Steph also said in our comments, we black women take control in every other area of lives. I don't really want to be 100 percent in control when it comes to my relationship. And I really, I really love what she said because it is, and I'll put this back on the screen for you guys. I really love what she says because it's they you guys can take control in every other area of your life. So she's not saying I gotta be um, you know, submissive in every area of my life in order for me to be submissive in my relationship um or to be in control in my relationship. So that doesn't if you're somebody who's an independent woman, that doesn't mean that you have to like. I, I can't pay my own bills. I can't get my own money. I can't make 500K a year. Oh, no, you can still be you and still have your man be the alpha in the house. So it's not it's not like you have to trade one for the other. And the same thing for men, right? Like you can still um, do this, you know, be the alpha everywhere else, right? That you can walk in, in a room full of men and be the alpha in that room, like, but you may come home and... You could possibly not be the alpha. I mean, that's not my cup of tea, but it may be yours. That may be that may be your situation, right? Um, Steph said in our comments there. Give me one second. She said there are a lot of broken beta males and females pretending to be alphas. Hey now, 
Come on, somebody. Wait, wait, wait. And 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 I know we talked about alphas and some of the traits of alphas, right? But let's talk about some of the traits of betas. So betas are leaders, but they're naturally submissive, right? They don't mind to, to be submissive um, and, and to the alpha in certain areas and stuff like that. That doesn't mean that now, again, if we're comparing it to, let's say, wolves or lions, that doesn't mean that anybody else in the in the team could act crazy or nothing like that, right? But they don't mind being submissive. They're still leaders. They don't mind being submissive. So there are a lot of broken beta males, men that don't mind being submissive or may be broken, so they're in a position where they just feel like they have to be submissive. And then there are women that are pretending to be alphas. That's spicy. What, what say you, Hannah? What say you? <laughs> so you're asking me about betas? Right. The, 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 this comment right here. There are a lot of broken beta males and females pretending to be alphas. She's right. She's right. <laughs> um, and I think the pretending to be an alpha female, I think that comes, like, I call it the strong black woman syndrome where um and it doesn't just have to be black women but women in general being put in situations where they have to take the lead they have to take charge they don't have a choice because um they're all that they have and so i think sometimes they might develop that alpha quote-unquote persona but that's not really their nature they really right. want you know, a princess, they want to be soft, they want to be feminine, and they want to be delicate, and they want someone to take care of them and protect and provide right. for them. They just don't have that. So, yeah. I, I, and I think, one, that, that, let me be, um, and I don't want to be on my Steve Harvey right now, because I remember, um, if y'all you, if ever seen that movie, um, Think Like a, Act Like, Act Like a uh, Woman, Think Like a Man. And they were saying Steve Harvey was giving away all the secrets and stuff like that, right? I don't want to be Steve Harvey right now, right? But I love the way that you brought up the fact that women may act that way, right? Because um, that's mentally nowadays what, what they've, or some women, right? I don't want to put this on all women yeah. or all black women, right? Um, they may have been conditioned to think that way or it's a survival response, right? Like I'm strong, I'm this, I'm that, right? And and that's where the pretending comes. But they really want to be loved. They really want to be treated, you know, like a princess or whatever. Men, can I get the men in the comments? Can, can we just be real for a second? We just need a hug sometime. Like, let's, let's be real. You want your woman to give you a hug. Um, you want her to tell you that she cares. You want her to, to take your emotions into account. It doesn't make you less of a man. It does not make you not the alpha in the house. Everybody needs somebody, right? That's not saying go outside the house and be a pushover. But while you're in the house, right, I think men need that too. Or, or men even, there are a lot of men that want that. We won't admit that because it may appear as a sign of weakness, Right. And for some people, when they're when they're mentally battling for dominance, they don't want to look weak in any aspect. But I feel like having that opportunity and women and the reason why I'm saying this and is not to give out trade secrets. Right. So um, I don't want nobody throwing rocks at my window after this. Right. The reason why I'm saying this is not to give out trade secrets, but for women to understand that. So if you're a woman and your man, you know that your man is not a sucker in no way, shape or form. 
But in the house, he's vulnerable with you. He's emotional with you. He may even cry in front of you. Do not take that moment to bash that man. Because that that's how we create broken men and broken alphas, right? Because he we need that. Men need that, right? So I just want to throw that out there. Do not make your man men cry too. Men cry too. It's is just a known fact. And let your let your man be that. Let your man be vulnerable because you know he needs to be able to be that with you because we take hurt differently than you guys we process it differently than you guys do and that reaction from that it it, it could it could hurt a lot more than it'll help if you just sat there and listen right um so yeah i just definitely wanted to just just throw it out sorry i went on a little rant real quick no right i learned this stuff not that long ago, I'm gonna be honest with you. It took me a long time <laughs> to learn what you just said. Like yeah. Really I'm, I'm, I'm telling you. And I, but I why think is I'm, that though? Why is that? Let's ask ourselves, why is that? We're because guys, too, don't, right? guys don't tell me stuff. They don't, they don't say, like, when you're, when you, like, I feel like for some reason, I don't know what happened or why, but this is from my perspective. It seems like society is like in this weird place where it's like a man having any type of feeling besides like anger or happiness um and being a provider and a protector are like mutually exclusive it's like you can't be both at the same time i don't i don't know why that's like a thing it's so odd to me but i think sometimes like men have this idea of like i can't be vulnerable and be a provider and a protector at the same time it's really right odd. Why, why do you think that is um Devon? Um, I feel like um, a lot of women look to us to be that provider. So to being that provider, we have to be strong, whether it's physically or emotionally, we have to be strong. So often cases when we do let our guard down and be that emotional being that we naturally are, it looks right. like a sign of weakness. And based off that woman's reaction, like you said, just to pick it up what you said, it can make or break us. Right. To right. being a wholesome being or a broken being. Let's get back into this whole this whole broken beta male thing. We can yeah. take it back there because um, beta males, they're often looked at as a little bit more passive, a little bit more inferior in most instances, a little bit um, a little bit more. But ain't that like compromising, though, when you're in a relationship? Ain't yeah. that just compromising? Right. So I want to make this final decision. Yeah, I can make the final decision. But I'm not gonna do that this time. I'm gonna let her go and handle that. Ain't that compromising though? Right, right. So we really gotta look at like what's a broken beta male? Is that right. a male just more often than not compromising with the woman that he loved? We gotta right. ask ourselves that too. Right, right, definitely. Because because again, just because you're a beta doesn't mean that you're not a leader. You just don't mind being submissive. So Absolutely. it can't. So now when we look at that. Um, as, as men and women, and as a matter of fact, I'll just ask this question right out. Like, um, do do you believe that women look down on men that are not alphas? So not just the broken betas, just not if, if you're just not an alpha in general. Do you think, um, Davon, that they look down on men that aren't alphas? I do. I do think women look down on men who they feel are not alphas. I do believe that. Um, but again, I need you ladies to understand, understand that 
being an alpha is just not one thing. Like I said before, it's a, a mix of different components. You got to check several different boxes and that's what make you an alpha. So just because the guy lacking being, he's more emotional than a female, that does not make him less of an alpha. You get right. what I'm saying? So you have to understand what's an actual alpha and the components that go along with being an alpha. And I do right. think they, they look down on men who they feel are not alphas. But I don't think that they know the true definition of an alpha. Ooh. <laughs> Shots fired. Bah, bah. <laughs> That's the one. That's the one. So I, I I I like that. I like that because because we see that in a lot, a lot. Women judging men, or even men judging women. You're not a real woman, you're not a real man. To be a real man, you got to do this. To be a real woman, you got to be like this or whatever. But who who gave you the blueprint on on what a real woman or a real man or alpha male was or a man that's not an alpha? Like, where did you get this blueprint from um, that you feel like that I'm not living up to these standards because I may not checked off one of the boxes? So like Davon said, like, you could have, you could be, let's say, um, more emotional than most alphas, right? But still be an alpha. And then if you don't treat that man as such, you miss out on all of the other qualities. This man could be a master leader. He could be leading y'all to a million dollars, right? But we missed out on all the other qualities because we wanted to look down on him because he cried a little bit. Just a little bit. He just cried a little right. bit. Right. <laughs> Just, just, a, just a little bit. That's, that's, that's crazy. And then the same thing with a woman, right? So, so now when we look at alpha women, let's say you're a beta male and you don't mind being submissive and you allow your woman to be the alpha, right? And she pays majority of the bills and she does this and, and, and all these other things, right? But she don't like washing dishes. Now you just missed out on, on everything. You just, you lost it all. For some dishes and it, it reminds me of that i don't know if you guys ever heard of the 80 20 rule right you could be getting 80 percent, but the 20 percent look like the 80 because you're not getting it right and we're really not looking at everything that we're getting in the hole because we're looking at that 20 that we're not getting and it feels like the 80 right um so i like to think of you know, you could either look at your glass half empty or half full like how you want to look at it like you know it's whatever your perspective is and you're going to get whatever like whatever out of that 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 you're gonna get like um so oh this is interesting ashton says in our comments i'm interested in how this conversation would shift or change if we bring into it same-sex couples or couples where one partner is not binary non-binary non-binary oh sorry about that non-binary <laughs> anna thank you for volunteering <laughs> <laughs> oh man okay how the conversation should be brought into if they were non but okay so are we talking about alphas in a same-sex relationship right okay um you know i think I think that's the thing too. And, I, and like, I want to be careful what I say because I don't want to stereotype a group of people. Right. Uh, and this is always the case. We don't but, want no beef with them at all. I, 
people get canceled. I don't want no problems. Well, I don't want to be with anyone. I don't want to be with women because I didn't represent women properly because I'm the only female on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, no pressure. Uh, so, I think one of the stereotypes, like, when it comes to some same-sex relationships, like, say, if you have, like, two women or two men, you'll have like one person that kind of has like the more dominant role than the other person. So you'll have like, for example, like with a lesbian couple, you'll have like someone that's like more feminine presenting and another person that's more masculine presenting. And sometimes the person that is more masculine presenting might be the person that pays for the day or does more like dominant things. Not to right. say that's all ways. I don't want to generalize that can right, happen. Right, right. You know, male, male-on-male relationships as well. Um, and then sometimes you have relationships where maybe no one really feels the need to be an alpha. Maybe both parties are like, well, you know, I don't really care to wear the pants. Um, let's just, you know, have a discussion and hash it out. Um, but we're not too caught up in trying to, you know, dominate. The right, right. Right. And I'm and I'm happy I'm happy that we were able to address, you know, that particular portion of it. And I really like your response. And 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 at the end of the day, like being that I'm not in the, um I'm not in a relationship like that, or you know what I'm saying, I can't really speak to it other than more than just generally speaking. Um, but at, at any point if someone asks a question in the comments, I definitely want to make sure that, you know, we we address it, we talk about it, right? To the best of our knowledge, right? Um, and, and definitely try to just be, you know, respectful about it and, and, and things of that sort. So I really, 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 really like your answer um, when it came to that. Now I want to get into the juicy part, right? And that's talking about today's society. I think today's society, we just so, we're just so pushing away from what we used to know as the social norm all of these things like gender roles and, and things of that sort, like we're really just trying to push the envelope and we're doing things um, just differently, right? We're, we're trying to, I don't want, I don't know if it's trailblazing and, and creating something better or, you know, some people would say, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Like, so um, nowadays, some people would say that, that women fight to be the alpha in the house. Um, what what do you what do you think about that, Devon? Um, I'm actually on the fence with this one. Um, I feel like again, like whatever floats your boat. I feel like like most women want a counterpart who exhibit alpha traits, um, and other women want a counterpart who they can be equals with. So I'm pretty much really on the fence with that one. Um, being submissive in today's climate is not a norm. Um, you got a lot of independent, strong-minded, willfully strong women out there so i'm pretty much on the fence with that yeah so so what do you think hannah you think it's 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 uh it's a fight for dominance with today's society like maybe like the younger generation generation of women like do you feel like it's it's a fight to be the alpha in the house sometimes i wonder if it's a fight to be the alpha or for it's a fight for men and women to actually understand each other to begin with. Mm. I think that's where I go. It's like, you know, I noticed like with social media, there's all like these memes and TikToks 
TikToks and videos about like the male perspective of dating and the female perspective and like everyone trying to um, expose each other's codes, you know? Yeah. And, um, maybe it's not so much as being the alpha as much as just trying to understand and be in control of the situation and not yeah. hate their So a defense mechanism, yeah. right? I think that's that's what comes into play sometimes, and I think some women are naturally just alphas. There's there's no going like about that, and that works for them. Like I don't think we can put everyone in a box or stereotype every single individual. Right, right, definitely. You know, some people are, some people aren't, and I, and I, one thing I can say that I really love about both both of you guys' perspectives is is that you guys give. A hundred percent authentically your point of view, um, but definitely don't limit it to your point of view, right? Like, so this is how I feel about this, but it could definitely vary in each situation. And the one thing that I like about that, that we see nowadays in today's society is that there's no more box of like, this is how it has to be done. And that's it, right? There's more so now you see understanding like, okay, um, I'm not sure which one of you guys said this earlier. It was like, well, this is what you bring to the table. This is what I bring to the table. And just kind of meshing that together. Like, okay, you bring this, I'll bring this. Like, you got the peanut butter, I'll get the jelly. You got the bread, I'll get the... And it will just mesh it together rather than just saying that this person has to do this by any way, means, shape, form, or fashion or else, or just is just not going to get done. And I think that that mindset for some people created struggle or unnecessary struggle because you put pressure on somebody to do something that they couldn't handle and that might be why so many people were selling crack in the 80s like <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, right it might it might have been one of the reasons right um there's there's one of those stresses that's just like un that's just like unmatched is money stress right like there's there's no stress like money stress so if you got a man that make 50k and you make 100k you might have to pay a little bit more of the bills because you stress that man out with that 50k to pay all them bills and y'all live in a 30-room uh mansion you're gonna stress that man out he's gonna pull all his hair out go crazy right um so i think it it really definitely does vary like from situation to situation i want to ask you guys a question i'll ask you guys both this question um <laughs> When we talk about uh, a man being an alpha, the woman being an alpha, and, and how it can vary depending on the situation, right? I want to bring kids into play, right? Do you believe that a woman, a woman being the alpha in the house, can create any negative effects for the children? Specifically, if you have like a young boy in the house, whoever want to start, throw them with it. Um, I'll I'll take it. Um. I don't think that it would be a negative effect because um, I think that child wouldn't see the actual gender. They would see more so of what that adult figure brought to the table. So it would be a positive. So they would say like, oh, my mom was really hardworking. Oh, my mom was a, a go-getter. Oh, my mom made all the decisions. Oh, my mom made all the decisions to um, financially, um, physically protect us. You get what I'm saying? So it would be they would see the actual role that they played, not, necess not necessarily the actual gender. So I think it would be a positive attribute. So when they get older, they're gonna be like, I wanna be a provider, how my mother was a provider. I wanna be a leader, how my mother was a leader. I don't think right. that gender has anything to really do with that. It's just the role of, oh, it's just so the that, action of doing. Right, 
Right. So now it and do you believe that's 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 the case, even if there is a man in the house? So that's so, what I'm saying. If, if there's if both parents are in the house, but the okay. mother is the alpha. Right. So what I um so what I spoke on previously was the lack of male figure being there. So now gotcha, like, gotcha. there's a male in the home and he's just complacent would not partaking in any of the roles to make the home work. I'm not saying partaking in any of the roles to be an alpha. I said make the home work. Because what's right. more important? There being an alpha in the home or the home actually working and functioning properly. You get what I'm saying? So I think that would be a negative effect if there were a male figure there and he partake in anything to make the home work at all. Right. So that's right. being a provider, a protector, um, the decision maker, any of those attributes, I think would be definitely a negative effect because it would have someone thinking, okay, well, I could do this. Right. Or, or even things going to get done regardless. Right. Right. And, and, or even in this case, like Natalie said um, in our comments, um, I think the male child will look for an alpha woman like his mother. Yep. So, uh, so, so what say you, Hannah, concerning this? Do you think it can have any negative effects or positive effects? Or like what kind of effects do you think? You have a two-parent home um, and a, uh, uh, since um, Devon talked about having a son, you know, having a daughter, let's say, uh, could it have any negative or positive effects, the woman, the woman being the alpha in this house, in this scenario? I think it depends on what type of relationship they try to get into when they're an adult. For an example, so if a male is raised in a household where the woman is alpha and then they try to pursue a female who is used to the male being the alpha there's definitely going to be a clash and i know this because i've experienced this in my previous dating life where like you know i'm like waiting for the guy to take the lead on stuff and he just like Oh, whatever you want. Like, what do you want to do? Like, looking at at me, and I'm like, wait, aren't you the, like? I'm waiting for you to take the lead. You know, so it's right, like, right. Like confusion and frustration. Um, but if he pairs with another woman who's an alpha who likes to take the lead and likes to dominate and and make decisions, then they'll they'll work perfectly fine. Yeah. Um, and I think sometimes too. Like I was saying earlier, what happens like with a female who is raised in that environment where the the mom is the alpha, if she gets with a guy who's an alpha and he wants to take the lead, she might have a hard time dealing with that because she's used to seeing a female take the lead. So I think it depends on what relationship dynamic they enter into adulthood. Right, right. And then um, Steph said in our comments, and, and I, I enjoyed this comment. She said, um, my spouse and I are offering a united front to our children. It's not strong or alpha, uh, like to like to be displaying discord to the kids. Um, yeah. And I really enjoy that because in, in a lot of situations, there doesn't have to be a display of control. Right. I could be the person that makes all the decisions or you could be the person that makes all the decisions, but it doesn't necessarily have to be a display of control. Right. Um, so, Daddy, can I go? Mommy, can I go outside and ride my bike? Like, yeah, sure. Nope. 
all right, well, your dad said no, right? You understand? It doesn't necessarily have to be a display of control. It could be a, hey, honey, let me talk to you for a second. Yeah, so I don't really think that, you know, and, and although certain conversations happen behind closed doors, you guys remain united and, and you may be the influential partner, male or female. I just use the male for the illustration, but male or female, you may be the more influential. But in front of kids, I, I do agree um, with having a united front. Um, and not showing um, that discord or disagreements. And uh, my parents, they didn't play like that. <laughs> like my parents did not play like that. Like if one of them said um, no, and I went to the other one and they said yes, and then they found out that the other one told me no first, they got mad at me. Like, oh, you gonna go, blah, blah, blah. like, and they always protected each other, right? Regardless of what my parents, you know, went through in their personal relationship or whatever the case may be, when it came to us, they, they always looked out for each other and what the other one said, and they always showed that to us that they were working together. Um, so if you're a parent, if you're in that household, I personally believe that it's always best to have those type of conversations um, behind closed doors because uh, your, your bosses don't do it at work, right? <laughs> the, the big bosses from wherever you work at, they come, they sit in a room for a few hours and they come out and they, you know, disperse all the ideas and um, the direction going forward. And I think that we, um, we should definitely take that principle. So last question, last, last question. Do women today want their man to be the alpha? So we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna speak um, not for all women, but let's just say stereo with today's stereotype and and the way that you guys or what you've seen um, today. Do you believe that most women want their man to be the alpha in today's day? Uh, Hannah, let's start with you. <laughs> of course, um, <laughs> I think a lot of women probably do want their man to take the lead and be the alpha. But I think the question is, do they know how to handle that? Because think about it. If you have a woman, because I think it's very complex, because I think a lot of times women get the bad rap of like, you don't really want a man that takes the lead, da, da, da. But I think sometimes what happens is like, say for example, if you grew up in a household where there was no alpha male, and then you in a relationship with the alpha male, you may not know how to handle that right right away. You might want that, you might be craving that, but you may not know how to deal with it when it's actually in front of your face. And there might be some time where you might have to adjust. And during that adjustment phase, sometimes there might be some frustration and some arguments that come along. Um, and I think sometimes women need time to just adjust and accept the, the alpha. Um, but yeah, I think a lot of women do do want an alpha. They do want a guy that takes charge, takes the lead. Um, obviously, we're not talking about in like an abusive or disrespectful way. But um, yeah, I think that's a com fairly common thing from what I've seen. Right, right. I agree. I agree. Uh, what, what do you think, Devon? Um, do, do most women today want their man to be the alpha? Um, absolutely. I definitely agree with everything um, Hannah said. I think most women want they got to be an alpha, but not only alpha, a boss. 
Right? <laughs> and they could be a trophy wife. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. But yeah, yeah. Uh, more importantly, I do think uh, that women in today's world want the guy to be an alpha, someone that could take charge, be the provider, and be also the breadwinner at the same time. Yeah. So they could sit with their feet kicked up. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm telling you, y'all don't know how many. Um... <laughs> right. Y'all don't know how many posts I've seen recently about women waiting for sugar daddies. Like, you know what I mean? So if you if you could if you could be a good mixture of both, if you could be that alpha and, and you know, hold it down. I want to be submissive and, and, and listen to the alpha and I could get to be a housewife. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm 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 saying like it's 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 out there. It's out there. Um, yeah. I, I just had a thought after having this conversation. And as you guys know, for the most part, I typically give you guys the next episode at the end of this episode, right? Um, and, and we're hitting that that mark where we're about to wrap up, right? And and I had a plan for next episode, and I want to get you guys take on it, panelists and everybody in the comments as well. And I thought that it might be good to do an episode this Tuesday titled Men Cry Too. What what y'all what y'all think about that? What y'all think oh, about that? Touched that touched me, Trey. That touched me. You need to do it. You have what, to do it. What you think, Davon? Listen, I'm all for it. I'm all for shedding light on uh, the inner experiences of a man. Like I think it's a educational piece. I think a lot of people will take away something from it, so that when they do go home to their boyfriends or their husbands, the conversation will be different. Let's 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 see. Let's let's see. So so what what about you guys in the comments? I want I want to see what everybody says in the comments. Uh, see, I got I love it. Absolutely. Come on, come on. Throw those comments through. I need to know because this y'all perspective. This is this y'all perspective that's really going to get this episode on or off. I need to know. Men cry too. And I really like what you said, Davon, about people it shedding light to people being able to know how to deal with that, right? Because I think that is something that's not really not really spoken about. Uh Ashton says for sure. Barnett said in our comments, great topic. Natalie said in our comments, yeah, that sounds great. So it sounds like that's what we're doing, right? Next Tuesday at 8 p.m., we're gonna we're, we're gonna do men cry too. We're gonna do men cry too. Because I'm a man, I have emotions. I'm, I have emotions, I'm not soft, you know. Ain't nobody, you know, skipping me in line at McDonald's, you know. It well, not McDonald's, because I, I stay away from that fast food, it's not good for you. That gut start coming in. You know what I mean? So I got to stay away from that. But y'all get the point of what I'm trying to say. The point of what I'm trying to say. So that wraps up another episode of A Better Me Equals A Better We podcast. If you're watching this video and you didn't share it, I don't understand, like, why you kept this away from your friends. Like, like, like the, the, if those are your peoples, if you could share a fight video, you, they need to see this. Like, this is this is this was good stuff, right? They need to know that it's okay to be a man and not be the alpha. They need to know about broken alphas, broken betas, broken people, men crying, women pump faking, men pump faking, 
You know, it was just it was just a lot going on, a lot of jokes, a lot of laughs. So they they just really, really, really need to be a part of this conversation. So if you watching this, you need to share this. If you watch it at a later time, I personally think you should share it, right? And it's not even just because it's my podcast, it's just because I believe this conversation was that good. And I think that it'll definitely help somebody else into something that's positive, right? So spread love. Um, so Another episode of Better Me equals a Better We podcast, episode 22. We almost at 30, y'all. Well, 25 is like almost at 30. You know, when you hit that 25 mark, that five mark and whatever age you in, that's when you know you're over the hill. But you know, we on our we we on our way there, right? So I'm super excited. You know, who's the alpha in the household? I think that you guys really, really came with it in the comments and also my panelists. Um, Hannah, do you have anything for our viewers before we head out? Trey, thanks again for having me on this live. Man, when I tell you, you know how to work magic when it comes to how you pick your panelists. Like, you just know. Like, and it's so crazy because you pick panels that don't know each other. And then we get online, you know, before we go live. And the chemistry is always amazing every time. So you have a gift with people. Um, just Thank know you. If you ever want me on again, I'm here. I would love to be on again. Uh, listen, um, don't say that. I'll call you every week. No. <laughs> listen, <laughs> I'll answer. <laughs> um, you guys can follow me on Instagram, um, underscore Hannah Chanel. I do Wine Inspiration Wednesday every week um, on Wednesday. I usually present a topic that's a little dicey. Um, wine Inspiration is for all opinions. So whether you left, right, in the middle, whatever, I'm not going to chastise you. All answers are anonymous, so it's between me and you. And Wine Inspiration's on hiatus, but I'm doing a special episode tomorrow night just for you, Trey, just for the show. So, yeah. <laughs> Thanks That's, again. Oh, thank you. And, you know, you saying that you're doing an episode just for me, it's like going to my mom's house and she like, listen, I cooked your favorite meal. Like, it's like, I did, when it's just for you, when it's specially made, you know, I definitely got to tune into that. So make sure we tune in on Wednesday. Follow her on Instagram. I got to see this. This is good stuff. Like, definitely, you, definitely Ray. good stuff. Um, and Natalie said in our comments, yes, tune in on Wednesday. Look, Natalie Nikki, already Nikki. tapped shout in. Shout out to Nikki and shout yeah. out to, um, Is that your mom, Trey, Natalie? Oh, that's my aunt. That's oh, my your aunt. aunt. Sorry. I just, just really, I could shout out to both of you. They, like they're still in my brother Ruel and everybody that's been giving me like a lot of positive comments. I see y'all. I love y'all. Ashley too. I see y'all. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. So they you got anything for our viewers before we head out? Yeah. <clears throat> First and foremost, I want to thank you guys for having me. Thankful to Hannah. It was a pleasure working with you, Trey. You know, it's always, you know. <laughs> Ace Bice, Boom Coon. Um, thank everybody who tuned in, who was a part of the conversation. Um, it's because of you guys. We get to come on every week and keep pushing the culture. So thank you guys. Right, right. And that's what it's all about. All about pushing the culture, talking about those uncomfortable conversations that we talk about in the house over wine. Um, and, and for some people, it might be something a little more than wine. That's your business. Right. Because <laughs> I heard that that Casamigos is, is where it's at right now. Right. So it might, might be a little, it might be Casamigos. It might be wine. It might be water. Right. Like you might be a water kind of person. Right. 
um, whatever your thing is, right? But we sit down, we have these conversations in house. We have them over cards or 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 hot dog. Well, I don't know if hot dogs is canceled anymore. Um, hamburgers or whatever at the barbecue. Um, but but we have these conversations that we don't bring to light. We keep them in house. Nobody really talks about them. We have them with our boys or your home girls and. Y'all don't really talk about it outside. I want to bring those conversations to light. And that's why we do what we do um, to talk about Nikki said in our comments, <laughs> Glizzy. So I guess hot dogs are still canceled. But, um, <laughs> but you know, Nikki. <laughs> but, you know, I just want to bring these conversations to light. It's all about us giving different perspectives, like so that I can learn from Hannah, I can learn from Davon, I can learn from all of you guys in the comments and vice versa. Hearing it from somebody different, like I don't have all the answers, right? But but Davon or Hannah or or, or or Natalie or Ashton or um you know Quanette, somebody in the comments may have what you need that that clicks that light bulb that's like, yo, like this is what I needed to hear, right? Um, and, and Eric said in our comments, this is exactly what I mean. We need some healthy options, right? It's not wrong with it's not wrong with spinach, but sometimes you might need an orange, right? We need healthy options, different things to choose from. So um, that's what I'm trying to provide for you guys. So that's why I always encourage you guys to share because you never know um, who this video might touch, what man uh, may, be, may be going through. Oh, he was actually talking about real food. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Plant-based burgers. That's you know. I'm actually on that now. I'm actually on the um the fruit. I'm on my way to plant-based burgers. Um, I, I cut out the beef. I'm doing turkey burgers right now. I'm on my way to plant-based though. I'm not quite there yet, but I'm on my way. Um, but yeah, share this. Somebody might need this. This might be the light bulb that somebody needed in their day today, in their life today. Today is. I always have a saying when I get up in the morning and I make a plan to do something uh, great for the next day. My mindset is always today is the first day of the rest of my life, right? And and that's how that's what I want for everybody. When you come on um, a Better Me equals a Better Me podcast, that you hear something that can change your life so much so that you say, you know what, I'm gonna take this information and I'm actually going to change and and not hold on to what I had and say, you know, today is a new day and it's the first day of the rest of my life, right? So that's what I wanna that's what I wanna roll with. That's what I want to leave you guys with. Um, and don't forget, just don't forget, a better me equals a better we. Uh, I'll see you guys next week, Tuesday at 8 p.m. And we're going to talk about how men cry a little bit. All right? Just a little thank bit. Just a little bit. <laughs> just a little bit. All right? So thank you guys for watching. And I will definitely see you guys next week. Good night.